0: Good afternoon, and welcome to Burst the Bubble at the start of May week here on CAMFM. I'm Michael Contario, and my regular co-host Chris Moten is sadly not around today,
1: but I am joined by the wonderful Jonathan Cairns. Hello. That was a wonderful hello. The wonderful Jonathan Cairns. We couldn't get the other guy, thank goodness. (laughs) The rubbish Jonathan Cairns. Yeah, rubbish Jonathan Cairns.
0: Okay, and um, we're a show about the silly news stories... And we're going to kick off this week with the Olympic opening ceremony, which, quite frankly, has done a lot of our work for us.
1: Yeah, pretty much. So, we've got a description here from the Guardian of what this contains. It's from Danny Boyle, the, uh, the director of 28 Days Later. I don't know if this has had any influence of what's going on, but... A village cricket team, 12 horses, 10 chickens, 70 sheep, a model of Glastonbury Tor, two mosh pits... And the largest harmonically tuned bell in the world. Now, you're say that
0: like Jeremy Clarkson. In the world. The, 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 whole, the whole of it, largest harmonically
1: tuned. The, the largest harmonically tuned bell in the world. <laughs> that worked really well. I'm surprised by myself. And now on to destroying the environment. <laughs> but, um, basically,
0: we've got all these things here, and it... They're trying to suggest that England is a green and pleasant land. Uh, I'm not sure it's going to be pleasant in the stadium with all the people with their flashing cameras and all the sound and lights and a bunch of sheep. I'm not sure the sheep are going to enjoy that very much. Well, th-
1: I would have thought the horses would be the problem if they're going to start bolting around and things. I think <laughs> if there's
0: going to be Usain bolting around... Oh, I see what you did there. I know you, you wish did. that I hadn't. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, they yeah. have they have giant maypoles as well, apparently.
0: Yeah, which is interesting if you if you kind of learn a bit more about the symbolism of the maypole, which we won't go into here. But doesn't uh, uh, say it's, it's a spring and fertility and and leave it at that. Oh, right, I see.
1: So <laughs> something with which the
0: Olympics is proud to be a part of. <laughs> fertility. All, all those people staying at home watching the Olympics, obviously. Yes, all uh, those all those strong athletes. <laughs> but. Um, what they're going to do, uh, here is, uh, they're going to, it's a 27 million pound opening ceremony extravaganza. And, uh, they seem to have got, got me confused because there are two, uh, two mosh pits described in this. And, uh, they're saying, one of these pits will have a last night of the proms theme. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know about you, but I, I've seen Last Night at the Proms, mm-hmm. and last I can remember, I didn't have all the people in the standing areas in the, in the Royal Albert Hall, pushing each other, throwing up devil horns, and head-banging to Land of Hope and Glory, although that is a sight well, that you, I would love
1: to see. You've, you've clearly never heard any good Tchaikovsky. <laughs> you can really stir people up with a nice bit of, uh, you know, Symphony Number no. 5 hey uh, the problem is all i know that goes number five that i can actually i actually
0: remember the tune and words to is mambo number five <laughs> which is is it anything like that it's
1: it's very close yes <laughs> i yeah I, I don't think these people know what a mosh pit is this this is not really what i would classify as a mosh pit if people don't get their teeth broken you know it's not a real mosh pit The other one will have a festival
0: atmosphere, apparently, and again, I'm not sure they're entirely thinking of the right festival atmosphere. Well,
1: they did say they're going to get artificial clouds in, aren't they? So, oh, this is yeah,
0: this is the brilliant thing. Um, They're they're actually saying that if they didn't have any real (laughs) rain, they are going to provide rain clouds. (laughs)
1: Again, they wanted to signify the best of British, didn't they? Yes, they really
0: wanted to sell our country for people who are going to come over here for tourism and things like that. It's like, "Come, come to Britain, see the rain. Oh, yeah. It, it it comes down relatively often, but not as hard as
1: in many other countries. Yeah, sort of wussy rain. It's not not real rain. No, no monsoons here. No, I think if they really want to give you know a proper impression of this country, the opening ceremony should be delayed by ten minutes, and uh, there should be a, a, a bus replacement. <laughs> should turn up with the, the entire thing in a bus. Oh wait, hang on. They did that <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the at the end, yeah, at the the end, end of two of thousand and eight. Yeah, that, that 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 was the point. You're you're trying
0: to parody, and you're in fact just repeating real life. There, yeah, somebody's got there first. Um, yeah. So um, also the other thing is the opening scene features real grass, real plows, and real soil. These are all things that I'm sure. They haven't seen before. I mean, real grass and real soil is well, like yeah. it's not. It's not really exciting. You could, there's, there's plenty of that kind of like in London already. If you really wanted that, we have these things called
1: parks in London. Really? Okay. Which have both real grass and real soil. I don't know. It's not often that I've watched an Olympic uh, opening ceremony and thought, you know, what this could do with a bit more sort of horticultural realism. You know, a bit more, bit more Chelsea flower show about it.
0: Well, the thing is, it's not really Chelsea Flower Show, as far as I can tell. It just seems to be a field that they're going for. They're not going for elaborate-themed gardens here. We're not having the Olympic-themed garden. Although, how would you have an Olympic-themed garden? I mean, obviously, if you're being pedestrian about it, you just go for flowers in the colours of the rings and just make the Olympic symbol. But actually, really, if you wanted to stick to the spirit of the Olympics, uh, what you would do is you'd get, like, the strongest, fastest-growing widest, smallest, just lo- the most superlative flowers and plants, <laughs> regardless of anything else. And so people will look at it and go, I have no idea. It looks like they've just grown together a load of random plants. Where well, you go, aha, the underlying metaphor is for striving to be the most extreme in your t-
1: category, which is what the Olympics are all about. I think for, for, for bonus irony points, if you can't get the plants to grow properly, you just use some sort of plant steroid. <laughs> oh, dear. There we go. Controversial. Hello.
0: I am wondering whether what we're going for is the most underwhelming opening
1: ceremony. (laughs) Just have somebody turn up at the start with a cup of tea and just sit there on a table. Go, That'd be our Olympic uh, opening ceremony.
0: Uh, Apparently the uh, three-hour opening ceremony is titled Isles of Wonder, which is based on a speech by Caliban in The Tempest. (laughs) So... Yeah, Caliban isn't really necessarily the character that you'd want speaking for you, frankly. Is is, is, is Caliban now a metaphor for British citizens? Well, who would you prefer, Othello? <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, to know, be fair, it's, it's Shakespeare. It's kind of like you're not gonna. Th- who 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 would you really w- want now? I mean, possibly someone from one of the histories. Full really, s- that
1: would be. Well, you, obviously, you pick Falstaff. staff. You pick one of the comedy characters. <laughs>
0: We're, hello welcome to britain the comedy country yep pretty much and just start playing yakety sax <laughs> i will i will w- is, is that that's not even a which british tune is it yakety is it i'm
1: not sure i now. have to look this up we'll have to look that one up <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure there are many people at home thinking oh i just i, I need to know that
0: <laughs> yeah oh and Yes. Yeah. So, uh, apparently a troop of NHS nurses Will appear in one sequence But Boyle said the show would not be overtly political <laughs> I,
1: I, I'm right, trying you, to You start with about 100 nurses And then, you know, they drop out gradually there you go. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry Would you just... not be overtly political Oops, uh... Would not be Oh, okay, yep
0: But, no, it's I'm I'm trying to consider a way in which an opening ceremony would be improved by a troop of NHS nurses. I mean, if, if they're doing something else, then <laughs> it's going like, to they're they going to come on and like save the lives of people during the ceremony or something. What people are
1: dying of boredom or something, <laughs> resuscitate them.
0: But um, the other thing is uh, well said. It that the opening ceremony is going to differ from previous games in being more cinematic in tone, rather than relying on scale alone. And then it says it, it feels like when you're planning a big sequence in a film, so there is obviously some, some scale going on there.
1: Yeah, well, I, I, I guess like I say, given that uh, one of Danny Boyle's greatest works is Twenty Eight Days Later, they should just have zombies. They should they should go all out and make it a proper film sequence and have zombies ar- running around with yakety sex. Chasing after various members of the audience. It would well, be wonderful. Well,
0: by various members of the audience, you've got to have the parade of the countries, of all the athletes, at the start, in the middle of the opening ceremony, obviously. Oh, yeah. uh, so you could have them all being chased by zombies. Yeah. Uh, in, uh, as opposed to what we've actually got, which is then parading a circuit designed to evoke the M25, or London's No Circular Road... And and it says one of the major challenges will be keeping the athletes doing that moving. And they're going, if you're keeping them moving, (laughs) you're not really evoking the M25,
1: are you? (laughs) Not really, yeah. They should just sit there and start swearing at each other. (laughs) That that would be the proper spirit of the M25. Uh, have you ever read
0: Good Omens by uh, Neil Gaiman and Tay Pratchett? No, I have not. Uh, because in that um it actually turns out that the M25 the shape of it was actually manipulated by one of the fallen angels in the story to form some sort of infernal sign uh, which is why it's so problematic.
1: I see. Can is I that? send complaints to this angel? <laughs> Does he have some sort of uh, or he or she have some sort of uh, postbox I can send my complaints to?
0: <laughs> you trying to complain to a fallen angel... Absolutely. ...about them trying to screw people over. Yep. you Provides seem to... a nice, easy scapegoat. Yeah, but n- y- y- you seem to be uh, forgetting the
1: point that th- this is what they want to do, so they'll just take it as praise. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be in charge of town planning, then. Or city planning.
0: Uh, and, yeah, and again, just the real cl- clouds is just a thing that I really... I can't get I can't get over this. Well said. There'll be real clouds that will be hanging over the stadium. Work that out if you can. We know we're an island culture and an island climate. One of those clouds will provide rain on the evening, just in case it doesn't rain. I, th- I think there are pretty good odds
1: on it raining.
0: Yeah, it, 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 it's it's like one of these things. is just a target. Although, having now said that they want rain, what what actually I think is going to happen is it's not going to rain because they want it to rain. And the fake cloud is going to fail. I think mm. that's what's gonna happen. It's going to well, the, the fake cloud well, I don't know. I was gonna say spring a leak, <laughs> then, then, then I realize <laughs> that's that's entirely that's uh, the point. Uh, uh, really, that's the isn't opposite it? of a
1: failure well, mode for a cloud, frankly. To be honest, if this failure is going to involve sun and having nice weather, I'm not going to complain.
0: <laughs> well, obviously obviously someone is. That's true. That's what should be in, in the Olympic opening ceremony. Complaints. That's, that's <laughs> a proper British thing. If, if we're going, instead of like trying to sell the country, we're going for realistic, we should have a queue of people queuing up
1: to complain. Yes. Possibly in about the size of another queue. <laughs> <laughs> you just have an elaborate queuing system all over the place.
0: That, that that's what should happen for the. Uh, that's what that's how the uh, athletes could should come in to do their lap. They're actually yeah, all yeah. all queued up somewhere, and then there's a little thing saying, uh, "Please wait until your ticket number comes up." <laughs> and then at some point, one number will come up, and they want to go. W- w- which 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 country's that? And they want to be looking around, and then a couple of countries will be like searching their their pockets, trying to find where they put their ticket with their number in. Okay, come come on. Come on. Someone's got to go, and then one person will go. Oh no, that's mine. That's mine. Their country will go, and then everyone will, and then they'll get the
1: wrong national anthem played. Oh yes, oh that was great. Yes, the the oh, the, the um ah oh, I can't remember the yeah. Kazakhstani athlete, wasn't it, who, uh, who got the the Borat Kazakhstan theme playing instead of the the correct Kazakhstan theme? they they'll have to do that each time. They're going to have to find new and inventive ways to make that mistake. So if somebody from Austria wins, they have to play Vienna. That, yeah. Can we th- go any further? With s- I don't think so. Uh, no, 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 it's very <laughs> interesting. That it sounds like the sort of things that uh, you get,
0: I'm not sure if you get it at football matches, because I've not been to any, but rugby matches sometimes, you get silly um, soundtracks playing on as the opposition come onto the, uh, come Are on. they allowed
1: to do that? <laughs> yeah. Why? So so the home team just plays stupid things like yakety sacks when, <laughs> when the opponents come onto the field. Yeah, yeah. Or like Instead of the big dramatic music
0: for uh, the home crowd... Well, the, the home crowd, you can't hear the music because everyone's going, Yeah! Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> they start playing some S Club 7 or something. And
0: <laughs> yeah, although um, uh, it's a shame that we I know we won't do that because apparently we're really going for the essence of fair play. This is the one case where we seem to have actually gone for something which is British in the Olympics, um, in that normally all of the uh, host nations go, Oh, right, w- well... These are these are the Olympic tracks. These are the Olympic parks, etc., etc. Mm. Uh, our teams can practice on them because they're like already here. Yeah. And then obviously they've practiced. They know the conditions. They know the track. They know the field. And this is supposed to give them a slight advantage. But mm. what we've done is go. Actually, no. Our people cannot practice on these. In fact, some of them, other people can practice on, but not particularly our team. <laughs> because they are just trying to let even out the playing
1: field a little bit. Well, surely that's half the point of the home advantage. You know, we've paid so much money to put these Olympics on. that We should at least grab one advantage from it, surely.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, but we're not. And I love that. Yeah, not the thing: the one point that we're going. Oh, actually, we'll, we will. We will try and be a bit more British with the Olympics. Is a thing that goes that doesn't that makes us less likely to win medals in it. Excellent. It is it, like the the pure shooting self in foot moment. Which uh, is actually going to
1: be uh, an event in the shooting <laughs> this year.
0: Uh, I, I
1: thought that was uh, going to be uh, part of the opening ceremony. for... Oh, yeah, them. just a bunch of people standing around shooting themselves in the foot, uh, al- throwing money away. Yeah. Uh, also, I just I just noticed that they
0: they the, the whole big thing where the Olympic flame is lit over the entire for the entire Olympics, mm-hmm. uh, the the cauldron, the Olympic cauldron, and I just love it. What? Please, when um, when it's lit, can we not just have three witches around it going ha <laughs> <laughs> ha? Bubble yeah. bubble, tile and shovel.
1: Yeah, some proper Shakespeare. There we go. Yeah,
0: some proper Shakespeare. None, 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 none of
1: this, just one one title from the Tempest speech. And then they need to they need to tip the cauldron over and some Lancashire hot pot just sort of goes out all over the soil. That would be, put, that would be my ideal ceremony. That would be your ideal ceremony. Yes, Excellent. it involves food.
0: <laughs> Not hungry by, at the moment by any
1: chance, are you? No, actually... <laughs> Uh, ju- it, it's just a permanent obsession. Yep. I, I I find that I need to continue to eat in order to live, you see. <laughs>
0: uh, if you've got any ideas about what you'd like um, to see in the Olympic Games, in the opening or closing ceremonies, uh, you can get in touch with us, studio at uk. If you're listening online at uk, you can just use the web form on the Listen Live feature, or you can text CAM plus your message to 80809, although texts will cost you ten pence. And we'll be back with more silly news after this.
1: Ninety-seven point two. Camfm.co.uk on air and online. Your Cam FM.
0: Welcome b- back to Burstable on Cam FM. That was Big Bad Wolf by Duck Sauce.
1: Yes, you may have been able to guess the title of it from the uh, the lyrics. <laughs>
0: yes, the few lyrics. But yes, we're a show about silly news and. Uh, just m- moving on, uh, we've got... got I don't know. This is, this is a vague places <laughs> section. It's very, very vague this time. Uh, firstly, we've got the fact that uh, Beijing has announced that it'll open two new parts of the Great Wall of China to meet high
1: tourist demand. There is just not enough walls for the tourists. Yeah, the, the, they're saying there's, there's a problem with it getting overcrowded on weekends and holidays. There's just too many people on it. Well... Yeah.
0: Um, but apparently they're uh, damaging uh, the bits of the wall that they're walking on, um, possibly because it wasn't uh, expecting to have, like, a huge pile of tourists, being as it was just, like, basically a wall. They're just like, what wall for keep people in, people out.
1: Yeah, it, when it was built, it wasn't designed to be a tourist
0: attraction, I guess. It, 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 if, if it was, it would probably have, uh, uh, like, interactive features. Oh, yeah. That, that's what we go for these days in, tori- in tourist things, at interactive features.
1: Yeah, they'd have some sort of uh Chinese health and safety uh you know, they'd have railings all the way along I guess and uh you know and what was it like to build the wall? What? And uh, what oh, was oh it oh like yeah, to build the wall? Intera- ex- yes.
0: Well, next You sit you go into one room and you get this big film. And then you go into the next room and have to try and li- lift a block. Oh, oh a yeah. big wall. And uh fail, basically. Yep. Um yeah, I, I i i just i just like this though particularly because of a uh, state survey which found that the wall is considerably longer than first thought. <laughs> is it?
1: I, I assume this is the is this the public that they're asking to estimate the length of the wall, or is it they're actually the the the, the, the government were like, well, we think it's this long, and suddenly they found another section of wall they didn't know was there because it went underground or something or.
0: I'm not sure. I, I, I mean, I just never measured it before. I mean, it's quite long and wiggles about a lot and goes up and down a lot. So it's quite hard to measure. They've probably just gone, oh, yeah, well, it's about this.
1: Well, I'd have thought at least one, you know, tourism worker would be stood there with a trundle wheel walking the entire length of the thing, yeah. at least once, just so you can have... Yeah. So you can put on, these, on your posters the, the actual length of the wall. But if you were doing it with a trundle wheel, you'd just f- keep forgetting it, surely.
0: Like you going, click, one, click, two, click, three. And by the time you're up to click, 7,452, 7,453, uh, it's quite easy to lose a metre somewhere.
1: Well, you should be able to get But Don't we have digital trundle wheels these days? I you another mean, thought that might, that might be quite a simple thing to do puzzly. I I, I I I don't know. Or like a robotic greyhound or something. On the on the how it it's t- what is it twenty one thousand one hundred
0: ninety six point eighteen kilometers long, which probably will over probably most electronic chunder wheels don't go that high. What <laughs> What? you to integer overflow or something? <laughs> They're just not designed for it. You'd oh, right, to, okay, you'd have to you'd <laughs> have
1: to go for the chunder wheel. <laughs> Great Wall of China edition. Yes. Approved for use on large national monuments. You yeah, look at that.
0: Will not fail you on even the largest of national monuments. Yeah, if you're trying to walk down the
1: side of the Eiffel Tower, it will still be okay. But that's, that's not that far. If you're going to walk over, you know, the statue of Lincoln in Washington... You even know, even,
0: you even then, know. these are all pale into insignificance compared to the Great Wall.
1: Well, what about... A skyscraper in Dubai
0: Pales into insignificance Oh man But no, the, the brilliant thing though is How far out their previous estimate was Which rather than being Over 21,000 kilometres Was under 9,000 kilometres It's
1: under 9,000 And there's your internet meme for the day Yeah, that's a That's a non-trivial error that is That's like two and a half times as well. <laughs> two and, long. and a half times longer than they thought. Yeah. How on earth did they manage that? Uh, can, can you imagine
0: if you, if you made that sort of measurement error when you were like trying to fit a cupboard in your house or something? Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: Oops. <laughs> it's two and a half times larger than expected. Uh, it's not going through the door. We're going to have to deconstruct it. Yeah, sorting off. sort half. Yeah, and you can't g- you know, l- Luckily the wall's not going anywhere, so they not going to hit that sort of problem. Oh <laughs> well, that uh, was it. yeah they they kept bits moved around like in Labyrinth or something. So yeah, uh, they 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 were walking along one section and then it swapped with another part.
0: Oh that 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 would be crazy. And I, lo- I, I, I love the film Labyrinth. It's great. It, it's it's just so cheesy as a film. Yeah. You know, like all, all the walls moving and David Bowie being menacing, oh, creepy, yeah, and singing occasionally. Sorry, I've nope. gone yeah. off into uh, my, my happy little film review uh, world there.
1: He should have been that menacing in The Snowman. That would have been a much more terrifying film. <laughs> Who was he in The Snowman? Yeah, he's at the beginning. He does the whole, oh, I'm in an attic, hello. Look at the things in my attic. Now it's a thing. And then they do the thing. Wow, that was that was really informative, it's there, Jonathan. <laughs> Very lucid explanation there of how, how the snowman goes. Would you like to, would you like to
0: try more lucid? Or is that as, is that as that, lucid that as is you get? That is basically
1: what happens. That is basically it. He stood in a, an attic reminiscing, and then they start the the animated bit with the the actual snowman.
0: oh did, did you see the Urn Brew advert version of it? I did not. Earn uh, uh, Brew did a they basically and the snowman thing with added Urn Brew uh, can, like, redrawn it and stuff, and it's just one of those things where you go, yeah, 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 you can, you, can, you can please keep your corporate hands off my childhood memories.
1: Or presumably the snowman changed colour after this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't see, like, Sunny Delight doing that. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, now, now
0: we're going back into long past stories. a long stories. time ago, that. Yes. Anyway, uh, email in if you can still remember when Sneeda Light <laughs> was in the news. Oh, yes. Oh. Um, and, it, yes, the other uh, <laughs> location in this news story that we've got here is that the uh, book Crap Towns is uh, going to be... We've uh, written a 10th anniversary edition. And um, ba- basically it's just saying how... Uh, why towns were rubbish, and this—this this is when we were talking earlier about how the British love to moan. This is this kind of like a commercial um, version of that moaning, commercialised moaning.
1: Yes, this basically embodies Britain. They should have that in the the Olympic ceremony. Just this book, put it on the floor and mm. stare at it, and then complain about how it's just a book and it's not moving.
0: Ah, oh, and but they, ah, oh, what? what Where was it when they had the book Sort of like folding over In one of the Olympic ceremonies Or am I just making that up Oh The kind of pop-up book thing
1: I know what you're talking about But I can't remember what the heck it was
0: I'm glad you know what I'm talking about I feel (laughs) reassured now But
1: uh, Yeah I've 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 never read this book But I I had I found it difficult reading this article Because I'm from Reading uh, Originally And I just I've I know that Reading is going to be in this book (laughs) Somewhere
0: Yes, you're in fact the famous Cambridge University student from oh, Reading. Yes,
1: according to the Krypton Factor. According to the Krypton Factor, yes, that is what I am. They, it's not my fault. I didn't know they were going to make me from Reading and make me Cambridge. They'll it, oh. make
0: you into a metaphysical concept of Cambridge. Yes, the embodiment of Cambridge. <laughs> and
1: sitting in the fourth seat tonight, a town. <laughs> well, a city, technically, but
0: yeah, it's about the size of a town, really.
1: It is. Well, Reading is a a town, and I think it might even be... It's about the same size as Cambridge, isn't it?
0: Um, Where I come from, Warrington is a town, and it's much bigger than Cambridge. Yeah. So, yeah. Cambridge, try harder.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Or else. And uh, as um, one of the uh, editors, uh, Sam Jordison, says, uh, laughing at things and laughing at ourselves is obviously something that people in Britain do well and enjoy and
1: take pride in. And it's affectionate too, isn't it? (laughs) Well, if you're, hang on, if you're laughing at yourself, it's not necessarily affectionate, but... ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're such a cutely idiotic person. I can't even pronounce things. You see that? Now I'm doing it again. See, I can't pronounce things. That's not particularly affectionate. <laughs> if you're laughing at yourself, it should not be affectionate. No, but la- la-
0: la- laughing at your locale can be affectionate, though. Oh yeah, you're yeah. like oh you're 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 a bit rubbish, aren't you? But we still like we we, we love we love the people who are, are rubbish like Eddie I, the Eagle. we're oh. on the theme of the Olympics, Eddie the Eagle is just ski jumper, absolutely dire. We oh, and okay. he, and
1: he earned a spot in the hearts of the British. I know absolutely nothing about sport. Like if it if it's possible to know a negative amount about sport, that's how much I know about it.
0: But Eddie the Eagle, have you no soul? Have you have you no feelings for not only the
1: underdog <laughs> but the valiantly failing? Are you, are you speaking directly there to him? <laughs> I don't know if he tunes in every week. <laughs> I was talking oh, to you. you. Oh no, what are
0: they? T- I was talking to you. Have we you no soul? Them. Not you? Not heard of Eddie the Eagle? <laughs> have you no soul, <laughs> uh, Eddie? Have you no soul, Eddie? No, I'm talking to you. Uh, and uh, no, I'm I insulting
1: don't... you in an affectionate way, well, although not that sort of affection. As, as previously stated, I am from Reading originally, so no, I don't have a soul, sorry. <laughs> it was vo- it was voted... In 2007, there was a a, uh, a survey, and they voted Reading the worst place to bring up a child. There we go, that's that's my Reading fact.
0: And, and, I, and now you're feeling bitter that it was where you were brought up. Yes. And so you were brought up in the worst... Place.
1: Yes, 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 I am. Yes, and so you now have an excuse for everything. Everything, everything. Yeah. If I, if I, if I get answers wrong in s- anything, you know, Brought up in Reading? Brought up in Reading? Not my fault.
0: You have trouble in love life.
1: Yep. Brought up in Reading? Yeah. If you punch somebody in the face, Reading. Yeah. Just, the, just the way that we, we do things in Reading.
0: <laughs> it, it's it, it is actually a ca- catch-all excuse, isn't yep. it? Uh, 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 arrest, g- arrested for uh, fraud. <laughs> Reading fraud.
1: <laughs> yes, that's, that's something that Reading embodies. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it doesn't matter. C- coughing on who wants to be a millionaire, Reading.
0: Yeah. You, you, see, you're, you're, you're just doomed, frankly. Yeah, pretty much. Doomed. How does that make you feel?
1: Well, thankfully, due to not having a soul, I don't feel any of your human emotions.
0: I uh, know you think that's a weird question. They always go, how do you How does, How does? do you feel whenever they interview anyone? It's kind of like going, you I just won a gold medal at the Olympics. How do you feel? It's like, how do you think I feel? <laughs> I
1: feel rubbish. I was dis- displeased by the opening ceremony. It was awful. Oh, I guess I got this gold medal. It's okay. But could you please have a better opening ceremony next time? There oh, it is. Or even a better closing ceremony. I mean, you've still got time to change that. <laughs> oh, that's true, yeah. Uh, that
0: that's that, that's apparently going to be a bit more a celebration of uh music and uh british music i think the uh, closing ceremony mm-hmm. which at least that's that's something that i can i can vaguely look forward to yes
1: hang on who was I, I tried to remember who was who was what who who it was that's playing in this uh i know this, uh,
0: uh Paul McCartney, and, and Paul McCartney is going to be playing in the opening ceremony Oh yeah But the closing ceremony will be a more traditional celebration of British music That's all That's all we know so far oh, In the closing right. ceremony uh, I assume that's like Land of Hope and Glory mm-hmm. and Jerusalem oh, yeah. and all stuff oh, yeah. But I, I, I hope it has space I hope it has space for a bit more than just the Algar and and all that And yeah. uh, in
1: fact, the Beatles Yeah, we want something we can mosh to A <laughs> <laughs> bit of Slayer uh, It's not really British though, is it? I don't know
0: Metallica Metallica oh, yeah. Metallica's British Yeah, there we go so there you go. That that that's what that's it. That, that if you actually want your farm m- mosh pits, get some Metallica on.
1: Yeah, and that's and they could it. change the lyrics. so It was like instead of exit light, it's like exit athletes.
0: Oh, no, no. It's is um, it having the M25? It's exit at junction thirteen. Ah, oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. And speaking of uh, British music, here's some right now from the Beatles. Oh. On air ninety-seven point two. Online, camfm.co.uk. And across Cambridge, your station,
1: your CamFM.
0: Yes, this is CamFM, and this is Burst of Bubble, the story about silly news. We're moving on now for a bit of an internet-themed section. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, And uh, starting here with a story which had the potential to be... Disappointing and saddening, but actually, at the end of it, it's it's uplifting and like life affirming,
1: yes, which a heartwarming and all that stuff.
0: Ha- ha- heartwarming and stuff. It even it has even affected the soulless Jonathan. Yep, it's got to him really. Yep.
1: The the the, the reading derived lack of soul. Yes. Uh, what's
0: happened here is uh, there was a schoolgirl in Argyle Martha Payne, who wrote a blog called Never Seconds about school dinners and she went into school every day and took photos a photo of what she had for lunch that day and rated it um, noted down how many mouthfuls it took rated it for taste and healthiness and uh, yeah just wrote about it and got other people to send in pictures of their their dinners and their ratings as well And uh, it was all quite sweet, and she she had permission from the school to do this, and it was all very nice.
1: If it was that that sweet, then presumably it got very low, uh, (laughs) uh, low healthiness ratings. You know, just sugar. Uh, Uh, Sorry, bad puns. Yes, that's what I do.
0: And um, what happened is, as she described in a blog post on Thursday, she got taken out of her maths class by the head teacher and told, (laughs) which is
1: a travesty in itself, taking somebody out of a maths class. Not that I'm biased. And uh, she got
0: told that she couldn't um, take any more photos, so she wrote this on her blog and said, "I'm sad I can't blog anymore about these things, but I've been told this." And she was actually trying to raise money for a uh, school meal projects in Malawi, and she, she at that point, she was in, uh, she had a few thousand, a couple of thousand pounds in donations so far, which is already pretty good going for. Yeah nine-year-old Her target was Seven thousand so, Which would pay for a—I th- I think it was a kitchen For a year mm. In Malawi And um, She was So she When she uh, said that The blog was shut down She said that she was sad That she wouldn't Be able to get up To that That kitchen
1: And um, Now and then In then, then the wake of the publicity Following the yeah. blog being It said she sat down uh, Donations have just gone Through the roof
0: um, yeah, so she has, in fact, now raised over £70,000. Which, yeah, for a nine-year-old is pretty good going, frankly. Yeah, and um, she's blogged again on Friday, saying, I think you know why there's no photo today. Well, I'll be back on Monday, and as a small thank you isn't enough, so here's a big thank you to you all. In capital letters. Yeah, and... There we go. You just have to wonder who because apparently a school were fine with it it was a council that got upset about it apparently because there was a national news st- paper story about the uh, the food basically because she gave several meals low scores hmm. saying these dinner ladies should be sacked and so the council was saying that the uh, the, the catering staff at uh, the school were basically being subject to uh, like made to fear for their jobs yeah. And so, of course, the way to do th- the way to make this better is obviously to shut down the
1: picture-taking ability of a nine-year-old girl. Yes, because that's not going to result in bad publicity, is it? No. I just, uh, I just think it's idiotic that you know the press would consider a nine-year-old girl's blog as sort of sufficient evidence that the catering standards at this school are really poor. Well,
0: there were photos as well. The photos say things.
1: Well, sure, but. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, there is a this sort of vaguely famous snapshot of a, a cheeseburger and a, a, an ice cream lolly. And
0: yeah, th- the, in case you gave that health rating of two out of ten.
1: Yeah, but you know, if you pick, you just pick one. You, yeah, if you're if you if you're going to pick the worst thing that some catering staff have come out with, you're always going to be able to find something on that on that sort of level, aren't you? It's yeah, you know, th- th- you, it's confirmation bias or whatever it's called.
0: Yes, yeah. And um oh, I am I I I just really, really glad that this has had a happy ending. Uh kind of going all these all these donations flooding in and yeah, perhaps Martha now has a wonderful career ahead of her mm. as a food cricket critic. <laughs> <laughs> food cricket. Food cricket.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do we think of this meal? Chirp,
0: chirp, chirp, chirp. Um, mm. uh, I I I I give it um I, I think that's a four. <laughs> Oh, but um, yeah, she now has a uh, career ahead of her as a food critic.
1: Yeah, or as a PR consultant. Yeah. Hopefully not that actually.
0: <laughs> and uh yeah, so con- yeah, con- con- congratulations, Martha. You, you you win the burst the burst of seal of approval, which means nothing at all, I would uh, say to you. Here
1: here comes the seal of approval. Oh, oh, oh Oh, oh. We, oh dear.
0: Oh, but, uh but that, that that that's that's a nice ha- That's heartwarming nice. story. Yeah, but As opposed to this up. next one, which is just oh, yeah. which is just funny, frankly. Um, which is uh, the Australian online retailer, Kogan.com dot com has uh introduced what they're calling the world's first tax, although it's not really a tax. It is a extra charge. You can't just call it a tax because you want to call it a tax. Are they giving it all to the government? No. Well then, I guess it's not really a tech. But on uh, Microsoft's Internet Explorer seven browser, and if you if you use that browser, then you have to pay extra because they say it costs extra money to uh, it it, it, it costs more money to actually uh, write the site so that it actually cope with that browser.
1: Yeah, it is sort of. I, it is amazing how outdated how much outdated technology you can find people still using in the the, the internet age.
0: Bear, bear in mind, this, this is a, a browser that was released in 2006, and the uh, that was number seven. Number ten is due out in the autumn. So it's specifically people who are still using something brought out in 2006. Yeah. But it, it makes me wonder what other sort of sales taxes you could you could put... Put on people, not just All on the right. internet, but in shops as well. All because right. I would like to see a talking on the mo- on the, on your mobile telephone while oh, yeah. making a purchase tax.
1: Well, that sounds yeah, because you're you're wasting time. You're, you're wasting valuable uh, server time. And yeah, you're, you're obviously not paying enough attention. You're also just being
0: disrespectful to that. Right, but and I guess you
1: don't have to have a special lane built for people that are talking on their mobile phones. It doesn't necessarily cost you. But it, it does cost you time And time is money Yes So I think I've mathematically proved there That <laughs> it uh, it does you know, There is a charge
0: well, What sort of tax would you like to put, put on When buy, people are buying things in shops
1: Um I, 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 would, I would like I, okay. I think anybody that is found Going into the seven items or fewer lane With more than seven items Should just have a, a punch in the face tax it's Not so much a tax as a salt <laughs> Yep pretty much <laughs> I don't think I should be in charge of any no. shops. I don't
0: think this would end well. But talking about supermarket checkouts, I would like to put a tax on the people who the, 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 they always ask you whether they, they want whether they can pack. The people on the checkout say, "Can I pack your bags for you?" And for many people, this is a valuable service because yeah. lots of lots of stuff they've had enough trouble getting it out of the trolley and onto the aisle, and yeah. that's fine. But then occasionally you get some people who are obviously just taking advantage, being lazy and just go, yes, yes, you shall pack my bags for me. I know this because I've worked
1: on a checkout and had this done to me. Well, if you offer a a service like that, you're (laughs) you're going to expect people to set you up on it. Yeah, but but these days we're basically getting the last laugh with this, or rather you and your your sales kind are getting the last laugh with these uh, self-service checkouts, so now everyone has to pack their bags anyway. And, you know, they have to deal with all the the (laughs) malfunctioning uh, scales okay. and things like that. I think we need. I think we need
0: two taxes here. Actually, for the self-service checkout, okay. one is if your self-service checkout messes up, despite you not having done anything wrong, then some money should come off your
1: bill. Oh, right. So some sort of subsidy instead of a tax. Then. Yeah,
0: because they're wasting your time there. Oh,
1: yes. And as I just proved. Times money, so... But, but, alternatively, there should also be
0: a, uh, kind of tax on the people who are incompetent at using them. When it's, when it, when their money comes out and it Wait, says... that no, would be on me, then. <laughs> <laughs> that would be on the c- customer. Yes, yes, because I know it's going, like, uh, please take your change, note to dispense to the front of the machine. And people are looking everywhere, apart from the actual front of the machine, and you just want to scream at them, ''Take your money from the front of the machine!'' And they're wasting everyone else's time there. Or the the best one I saw is when someone was... Atta- I, know, I know this isn't entirely clear, so I, yep. I can't... If I probably wouldn't, well, we wouldn't tax this. No. But what they would to me is I saw someone attempting to scan, using the laser scanner, a banana. Hmm. Not, no, no, no barcodes, no numbers, <laughs> nothing on this banana. Just literally turning this banana around
1: <laughs> on the laser scanner. They think it's some sort of Star Trek-type thing where it scans it, banana detected...
0: Well, I, I can I can only imagine that that's, that, that's what they, they expect, and they think the barcodes are just there for fun.
1: I think my favourite interaction with a self-service checkout is I saw... I was in Sainsbury's, and I saw somebody at the, the till next to me, and the, it, it announced, um, Have you scanned your Nectar card? And she went, No! <laughs> and I'm not going to! <laughs> I just had to bite my lip. I was just finding it so hard not to laugh.
0: Ah. Oh. I I now almost want to do that deliberately, just go in there and start having a conversation with the self-service checkout.
1: How did you not expect this item in the checkout area? That's (laughs) what it's for! (laughs) Yeah, it's not an
0: unexpected item, it's the item you just told me a minute ago to place in the checkout area. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm.
1: It's like when your computer says, prints are not found, and you're like, it's there, it's right next to you, how can you not find it? It's even plugged, connected into you with wires. Yeah, don't you don't don't computers deal with wires these days? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> they don't. It's wireless, isn't it? Oh, well. Yeah.
0: well, oh, oh there's the, this, this program has performed an illegal operation. Oh, I'm yes. me, going me go whether it's like trying to hack my my program is secretly trying to hack into the Pentagon.
1: Wow! Uh, <laughs> oop! Uh, to, ooh, uh, uh He's onto to us. Uh, oops. <laughs> that was remarkably convincing there Jonathan, I yeah, commend you for your acting I, skills I, I'm a proper well professional actor in it
0: uh, if you've got uh, any trom- problems that you'd like to tax while shopping uh, you can email us studio at uk. If you're listening live on the web form, camfm.co.uk, you can obviously use the form there. Or you can text CAM plus your message to 80809, although text will cost ten pence. We'll be back with our last few stories after this. On air, online and across Cambridge. Your station, your CAMFM. Welcome back to Burst of the Live on CAMFM. That was so good by B.O.B., we are talking about silly news stories now and we've got Alaska Bull with a vague TV theme starting with Coronation Street, which is actually back from my neck of the woods. It's nice to have a story back from up north. So many are, oh, yeah. so many are London-centric these days. But uh, this is, in fact, from Manchester. Uh, you can, For the people who don't know, the uh, Coronation Street set, um, you used to be able to visit uh, on studio tours when Granada, who made it... Um, used to have almost like a TV theme park there, which included the tours of the Coronation Street street. Um, But because the city's media centre is moving from central Manchester to Salford Quays, they were worried that this terrace, it was going to be threatened by redevelopment, so they were trying to get it listed status with English Heritage. But sadly it didn't make the criteria um, mainly because it's not the same street that it used to be. Which, well, yeah, it, it's a con- it's a TV program that's still going. So basically, what they're saying is because Coronation Street is successful and still running, this is not protected. If it had stopped like thirty years ago, then it would be protected. We only like old things.
1: Well, I p- I, th- I presume their their problem is that what well, what it's describing here is that most of it was made out of fiberglass, things like the chimneys and the oh, and then awesome they replaced things. No,
0: they replaced that since.
1: Right, so because they've replaced that, it's not the original thing. Yeah. But I'd imagine that if you discount any building that has been renovated, (laughs) then you're going to have basically no listed buildings left.
0: Yeah, it's quite surprising because when when you're listed, one of the things that happens is you get like a list of instructions on how to renovate it. Effectively, what you're actually allowed to do to it oh, yeah. to keep it going. But there's some brilliant bits inside the ruling, which is most there. There the are problems with supposed historic and architectural va- value, such as most
1: of the houses do not have interiors. That's a that's a bit of a problem. It, that's that, that's pretty much the entire point of a house is to have an interior. But, uh, yeah, it made sense
0: for filming to have the, have it separately. So, hmm. yeah, no interiors here, which is one of the problems. And uh, also, it's an active reminder of the long-running TV programme rather than the survival of an ear- earlier era of television programmes, which would make it more... What?
1: That doesn't make any sense. What?
0: Well, it, it's, it's, it's saying active. it's actively still going rather than it being like, look how we used to make TV. Oh, it's I uh, It's see. like, look right. how we make TV now. So, because
1: it's still going, it's no good. <laughs> yes. Right. Right. <laughs> Basically. It's like I'm, one of those I'm things. I'm getting there slowly.
0: It's like one of those things like Buckingham Palace. <sighs> That's
1: still in use. <laughs> this is basically. Well, this is what happens with all TV programs, isn't it? You know, they pe- it's on and you think, oh, will I watch it. Oh, i not sure I can, I can be bothered. Then they take it off the air. Off the air? Off the air. Of the <laughs> yeah, all right. Off the air. <laughs> they, 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 they take it off the air. And then, you know, a year later, you're like, what happened to that show? I really like that show. It's just you know, the the elements of nostalgia always clouds your past vision, I find. Speaking of nostalgia... Oh, yeah. uh, um, Dallas! Dallas is back! Well, it would be nostalgia if I had ever seen an episode of Dallas, but... (laughs) Well, yeah,
0: it it stopped 20 years ago. So, how old were you 20 years ago? I was five.
1: I was also five.
0: So, yeah, but it's one of those things that you, you just know who, like, the whole who shot JR is kind of like a pop oh, culture thing. Yeah, that's I mean, pretty it,
1: iconic it, that one.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it was, you can tell it's iconic but because the Simpsons did a Yeah, that's
1: pretty much the only reason I know about it is it because <laughs> the Simpsons did a, a, a quote, spoof, unquote of it.
0: And, uh, yeah, so basically they've actually brought back as many of the old people who are still alive in it and still willing to do it, and, uh, we some of the others, and I'm, I'm wondering how this is going to go go it's down because it's, it's going
1: gonna, gonna to be like an Indiana Jones with the you know when Harrison Ford comes back to do it 15 years later and he's walking around on a Zimmer frame. It's going to be like that. Yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> are, you, are
0: you suggesting that there's going to be like giant gaping plot holes in it as well?
1: Yeah, the the new plot lines are going to involve uh, who are the kids that are playing around on Jr's lawn instead of. <laughs> instead there's not really a plot hole. So much it's just a boring plot. There might be lots of potholes in his lawn, you know, that might keep the kids out of it. Plot holes, not potholes. Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I I totally misheard what you said there. Uh, But
0: uh, it's one of those things
1: where we seem to have this
0: obsession with bringing things back, rather than just going, why don't we make something new? Because, if if you read it, it sounds... Okay, in fact, it sounds very similar to the just generic American show that seems to come out every year, and there's nothing new to it. So I'm, 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 I'm kind of sad about that. It's kind of like going, we're not, we're bringing something back, but we're not even making it better. Although I just realised I am being massively hypocritical here because I like Doctor Who. And that was brought something old that was brought back and changed to fit with modern-day sensibilities. Yeah. So I've just destroyed
1: my entire well, argument here. They made it different. I mean, it's like if somebody comes out with a cover version of a song and it's exactly the same as the original, it's like Snorefest. But if they change it completely, you're like, oh, actually, that's a different take on that song.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, Doctor Who was unique in a new... in a different way. The new Doctor Who was unique. It wasn't quite the old Doctor Who, but it wasn't anything else that was on. Yeah. Whereas here you've got... You, you, basically saying now you've got um, complicated, well-written, well-acted, well-shot dramas about, and, and Dallas is trying to find its spot in this arena, so uh, and it's a, yeah, so
1: <laughs> Apparently the, the show's executive producer uh, describes the, the die-hard fans of Dallas as Trekkies <laughs> which that, there's just a fundamental problem with trying to, <laughs> using that word there Yes, in not being Star Trek Yeah, that's, it's, Maybe that's going to be the twist jr in space
0: everything's now, in space now, these days now that i could go for the, yeah. the, the, the dallas in space <laughs> how
1: much oil is there in space that might be the only one no, 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 uh, just you, floating you, around the you, place you
0: replace oil with like some unobtainium <laughs> as, <laughs> yeah. as made famous by uh, avatar and also the core <laughs> oh yes
1: yeah uh, asteroid mining <laughs> stupid namium stupid yeah made upium uh plot holium
0: yeah and, and, and just have that in space. I think that would be a much more exciting, <laughs> up-to-date version of the show. The, the world's first space explorators go out with uh, J.R. Union J- 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 attempting to, um, I don't know, destroy some asteroids yeah.
1: mine and and, uh, and uh, Bobby <laughs> trying to protect the space asteroids. I'd be quite worried about this. I'm trying to think what... I remember seeing, when I was little, there was a cartoon show about Sherlock Holmes in space. And there were a couple of other silly things like that. Um, oh, I can't remember any others. Uh-huh. That one particularly grated on me. This, this idea it was the same as before, but now everyone's wearing a helmet. <laughs> so, like, well, okay, fine. Solving mysteries in space. Uh, yeah. If I take off my hat, uh, my hat. If I take off my hat, I'm going to die. <laughs> it's quite a big hat.
0: Yeah, it's, it's one of those things. Like, even Angry Birds has gone into space now. Oh no! That, that, that's how hackneyed in space has become. Maybe we shouldn't do that. But, yeah. no. but, well, we'll see. We'll see how
1: Dallas does. Dallas with Angry Birds added. <laughs> there we go. That's something new and unique. Copyright yeah. that now. And that should never happen.
0: Uh, that's all we've got time for. Uh, thank you very much, for, Jonathan, for being being the guest today.
1: Well, thank you very and, much. And
0: uh, we'll be back at some point in the future, possibly next week. We're not sure because it's the end of term. But we'll be back soon with more silly news stories here on CAMFM. Thank you very much and good night.